0: Do. Some of the funniest noises. You have to say Big Brother. Big Brother. That's what they're all into. That's what it's all
1: about. Oni-san.
2: Oni-san. I don't
1: no one behaves like that during sex maybe no one i've ever
0: experienced maybe i'm doing it wrong yeah you're doing sex wrong unless you're like your eyes are fucking crossing and your mouth is opening and just you're drooling everywhere yeah i
1: i am reduced to a primordial form i am sated with such pleasure that i can only experience life on the most base level uh, I will have the, yeah. I will have the cross-eyed face that the, that the gamer girl bathwater does. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's called Ahagow or something. Ahagow. The Ahagow face. What the fuck? Why did porn get it stupid? I didn't expect porn to get stupid. No, I, I get <laughs> it because
1: it's like, it's a humiliation thing. It's very understandable. Eh. You want your you want your lady to be pretty, but also to be
0: totally submissive to you, which also means being able to look stupid as hell. I want my porn to make sly references to the Eisenhower administration and the Cold War.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll be the progenitor of Ike porn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that does kind of exist in that there. Do you think there are like trad wife? but like 50s trad wife like people who lust after leave it to beaver moms oh yeah uh so is there is there like 50s porn out there like 50s Mm. period porn out there
0: like like well done like in the style of mad men yeah um no but that would be i mean yeah that's a good idea if you want to start that um Well, because
1: that's how you make money in porn (laughs) nowadays is you got to do a niche market. You got to have a specialty in a niche market.
0: I don't know how they make money in porn with now that with OnlyFans being a thing like that's hugely threatening, I would imagine, to the (laughs) porn industry.
1: Yeah, it's like, you know how uh, celebrities muscled in on the work of voice actors uh, Mm -hmm. after Shrek normalized it? Well, now they're coming for porn actors, too. Oh, God,
0: that would be, yeah, that would be the la- the final frontier for porn actors and their livelihood.
1: Yeah, where celebrities just lose all pretense and shame and just start showing their, their penises over at least sexually. Exactly. Just like, uh, I mean, who who do you think would crack for, I mean, James Franco, obviously, yeah, would be the first to have a very overtly uh, x-rated OnlyFans and he would claim it's art
0: yeah when the real celebrities start doing OnlyFans that's when uh, the porn industry will quake in its boots and that's when we can <laughs> finally get free high quality high definition pornography <laughs> <laughs>
1: James Franco, his art project is me having sex with 16-and-a-half, 16-and-a-half-year-old girls.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> instead of going to jail where he belongs.
1: No, well, because you can, that's, that's a rule that, uh, where you can get out of statutory rape if it's art.
0: Man, that's a bad rule. We need to change that rule.
1: No, no, it's a good rule. It's a good rule. We need to allow free speech. We should not limit free speech, and that includes the uh, that includes the the underage arts. Libertarianism
0: is extremely stupid
1: because it's just a mask for for uh, wanting to for effemiliacs.
0: Well, I would say specifically atheistic libertarianism is extremely stupid, and most of them are. I do believe atheists.
1: Uh, Why specifically atheist libertarians over, say, religious libertarians? Well, the
0: right—there's no—like, if you're an atheist and a libertarian, then they have no real good argument for the basis of the, the origin of their rights that they're so hung up on right like,
1: what well what right libertarianism? I guess the right to property that is the ultimate right the right well, above all else well, is they're the all right about to own individual shit. rights no they're all
0: about individual yeah. rights like you know
1: they want- but you're saying in the absence of god there is no sort of axiomatic force to justify individual rights
0: yeah uh, to that degree in, i mean in yeah.
1: in a right wing point of view whereas like the left has community and, you know, mutual aid and shit. The right wing is every man for himself, and meaning emanates solely from the individual.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get where it comes from, all these rights that they want to protect, but, hey, more power to them. You know, that's my attitude. I... I <laughs> it's like the Simon and
1: Garfunkel song. I am a rock. I am an island. I am a rock. I I am alone and I like being alone I entered this world alone I'm gonna die alone I can only rely on myself and that's how I like it I have never depended on anyone for anything I'm libertarian and I sing uh but yeah I, th- I think that's their sort of thing. They are an inviolable universe unto themselves, and their desires and whims should not be... Uh, it- it's Satanism. It's basic because uh, what Anton LaVey said was that Satanism was just Ayn Rand but with rituals. Because that's what objectivism is, is uh, if everyone pursues their own quote-unquote rational self-interest... Then everything will work out just fine. I see. But as we know, rational. Hmm. I don't know about that, honey.
0: I don't know about that. I don't
1: know how How do, how you, do we quantify? I think we how should do talk we about um,
0: rational. Call me Daddy? Is that have you listened to Call Me Daddy? Is that a podcast you've listened to? Call her Daddy, I mean? Is it call her daddy?
1: Call Call Her Daddy? Yeah. What's that podcast?
0: Oh, you haven't heard of this podcast? Call Her Daddy?
1: Call Her Daddy. Mm-hmm what's it about is it is it disturbing <laughs> um, or is it wholesome
0: oh it's well it's i mean it's like it's like a sex podcast cool um it's been in the news uh you should check out the news it's like connected to barstool sports barstool uh
1: barstool is let their legends man dan portnoy boston legend beantown legend great guy right. dan portnoy He's gonna rule the world one day. What are these ladies talking about? Are they being misogynistic towards ladies because they're associated with Barstool?
0: Um, it's it's a little more complicated than that. I I've gathered, but they I mean it's an extremely popular podcast, and they got trapped in a contract where they're not making very much money, and their podcast like got is like often number two or number three on the podcast charts so they're stuck in this Mm. like contract now and they've there's like some stuff going on with them like not wanting to do it or try to get more money but anyway the podcast itself is like super explicit and sometimes they do say things that are crazy i think most of the time it's been described as like two really intense party girls like and they're podcasting while they're hung over from last night like going through what happened
1: that just sounds like Red Scare. I
0: don't know. Never listened to Red Scare.
1: It's that, but they're leftists ostensibly.
0: Okay, so these girls are probably um, not leftists,
1: but they're ju- they're just gals, you know. They're just gals on the town. They're man's gals because well, like... that seems like <laughs> the type of thing that Barstool does, right? What's
0: interesting is that, I mean, like they they advocate or talk about like really intense things that you that you might. That you might do in a relationship like um, like like putting a tracker on your the person's phone and like hacking their phone and like constantly being suspicious of them and like being really manipulative and like they talk about that kind of stuff. Kind of in the way that like Tom Lykus would talk about that on his radio show, but from a different point of view.
1: <laughs> so they're just they're they're toxically
0: feminine? It's toxic It's definitely toxic, and that's what's appealing about it. So, I recommend it. I haven't listened to it, but I would say I recommend listening to it. I'll probably go listen to it after we're done with this. All right. Probably won't stop. Link
1: in the description. Call her daddy. I just heard of this, but we're going to nakedly promote it with no expectation of compensation. Yeah,
0: well, because they're probably one of the most popular podcasts right now, so.
1: There you go. Isn't it weird weird how there's,
0: like, culture going on around us constantly, and we're not aware of it? Uh, The buzzing interaction
1: of psychic forces in the the background of the universe blows my mind, man. I can can think of many uh, aspects of culture I wasn't aware of until very recently. Like what? uh, What's something I just became aware of? Funko Pops. I realized that in Django Unchained, Mm -hmm. the reason why Quentin Tarantino has an Australian accent for his cameo is because the opposite of a man dingo is a dingo man
0: <laughs> wait really I,
1: I know i can't prove this i don't know it but i know it but this you kind i mean I,
0: everyone's always thought that you and quentin have kind of uh, a link in terms of things that, yeah the, the things that you think are generally the things that he's thought and yeah we've all sort of noticed this <laughs>
1: I do have a psychic link with Quentin Tarantino. He's actually an E. T. like alien and he touched me with his long finger when I was younger and uh, That's why that's why I've been uh, eating a lot of steak. I've been trying to give him a heart attack, but it's not working. Yeah. No, I, I like Quentin Tarantino. He's just got a bad interview he's just got a bad interview face. And it says the N word way too much.
0: I couldn't finish the most recent um, Quentin Tarantino movie, the the Hollywood one. Once
1: upon a time. Yeah. Pathetic men, pathetic men beating, pathetical men beating up teenagers.
0: <laughs> I couldn't watch that movie. I just, I don't get it. I guess I, the thing I've, I've come to realize with Quentin Tarantino movies is not to say they're bad necessarily. I just, if I don't want to watch it and I don't get it, like. I'm not going to get it. Like, I didn't get Kill Bill for quite some time. Did not watch Kill Bill. Eventually, I felt an urge, watched it, and I liked it. And I think that'll happen with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, You'll get the Tarantino itch.
0: Yeah. But, like, the specific, like specific to this movie, which I think you have to be a bit older and a bit more unkempt, I'm, I'm, I take from at least the other people who seem to have really liked it. It's just sort of older, unkempt men. <laughs>
1: I really liked it because it does very much feel like uh, yeah well you're, I'm an old man
0: now you're older than me I'm and you' sli- and you're slightly more unkempt huh. <laughs> 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 Oh
1: my God you're only a little older than me'm I'm, I'm Sean Kempt I'm classic NBA player Sean Kempt Do
0: you think they're going to do the NBA outside?
1: Is that? Are they talking about doing that? Is that an actual thing? I
0: saw one guy talking about it.
1: Okay. I don't. It'd be funny if they had the NBA, but you can't get within two meters of each other. Yeah. Well, that could be done. Yeah. Oh my god! You have the NBA, but everyone's wearing two-meter hoop skirts.
0: (laughs) That'd be sick.
1: Yeah. The crinoline alone will cost a fortune.
0: What's the crinoline?
1: It's a type of fabric that they put in hoopskirts oh. underneath. Oh. <laughs> don't tell me you don't know your fabrics. I, I did, what are I, they teaching you at those
0: fancy liberal arts colleges? I um, what are they teaching me? I I yeah. learned how to sit in a circle. Oh my! Yeah, yeah.
1: that's what I learned. That's very important skill. Hell yeah. Sitting in the square is inefficient because the people on the corners, they get,
0: they get uh,
1: a reduced field of vision. It's just unfair.
0: You think you're going to go to any reunions? Let's not get too specific here, but...
1: No, why would I go to a reunion? The, the issue is I could see... If I like someone from college, I've kept in touch with them and
0: will see them by themselves... And at a reunion, I'll just see everyone I hate. Yeah, see, I want to go now. I I used to not want to go, but now I want to go and uh, potentially spread COVID to them, you know? (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Wait, is there a reunion happening?
0: There's always a fucking fucking reunion happening, man. That's not You're right. A
1: lot of people are very nostalgic for college. I've noticed.
0: Really? (laughs) yeah i
1: think people people like it i'd love college to, is good times
0: i'd love to just try to i'd love to like break in. you know how you can break into zoom meetings if you get the link like, um it's not very secure i'd love to break in you can some, do wedding
1: crashers but yeah, for zoom meetings yeah
0: i'd love to break into some f- like frat house reunion zoom meetings like uh brett Kav- yeah. like brett Kavanaugh's having right now with skippy and jobo <laughs> or whatever <laughs>
1: Yeah, you have to do it where it's like 20 people though, so that they don't notice you at first. Yeah. And you're just in the corner. <laughs> then you slowly speak up and uh <laughs> I don't know, you have a Jason mask on. Or what would be what would be the weirdest possible thing to show to a frat house? Um funny games. <laughs> just a live feed of funny games. Yeah and just slowly getting louder and louder so it's the only thing it overpowers everyone else
0: <laughs> the original funny games had great music
1: those you know we're gonna educate the frat boys we're gonna have a happy hanukkah
0: is today, today the end of ramadan is that what i'm seeing
1: when is Ramadan? I don't know when Ramadan. No, but I think today's. Is. I'm the not end. keeping tabs on Ramadan. I
0: think today's the end of Ramadan.
1: <laughs> oh wait, yeah. Some I've been noticing a lot of Eid Mubarak's recently. Yeah. Uh, people have been saying Eid Mubarak a lot, so I know that means something. I know it has something to do with Eid, which is some sort of holiday, perhaps associated with Ramadan. I have a lot of fragments of Islam in my head, <laughs> and that's that's my. <laughs> That's my book of poetry is Fragments of Islam. Dude, that's a beautiful 999. title. 9 Yeah. You and Solomon <laughs> Rushdie.
0: You and Solomon Rushdie. <laughs> so everyone hates the creator of Twitter because uh, they think he's involved in the Q conspiracy. And When I say everyone, I mean everyone. No, I mean those, the Q yeah, people. Everyone. Yeah, the Q mm-hmm. people. Everyone. Mm hmm. I think that they uh, are everyone. Well, it's weird because. Um, Whenever he posts, then his every, every reply to his posts are just the eye emoji, which symbolizes uh, that. I guess it's like, I don't know what what's really symbolized, but I guess it symbolizes like um, the eye on the pyramid or I see you. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's a cue thing. And uh, apparently he tweeted that he was reading the satanic verses one time, and they take that as evidence that he's involved in satanic rituals, which is h- <laughs> hilarious
1: well there he has been to a goat sacrifice that was it the marina abramovich one no no it it wasn't uh spirit cooking (laughs) it it was um so mark zuckerberg uh be because he's a, a silicon valley billionaire said i'm only gonna for a year i'm only gonna eat meat that i kill and so he kept goats out on his property. And one time he invited Jack Dorsey over and tased a goat to death in front of him. And then they ate the goat. Um, which is, you know, that's Mark Zuckerberg's pretty weird. But that sort of expected normal behavior from a Silicon Valley guy. But that is goat sacrifices. It is a goat sacrifice. But they ate it and they didn't sacrifice it to Maman
0: Or any particular god, I suppose. At least that's how he tells the story. The funny thing to me about Mark Zuckerberg, which I take a little bit of solace in, is that it does not appear to me like he handles stress well at all. Like, he physically (laughs) looks pained often. But, (laughs) I mean, that could be uh, a fake-out. Like, that's what I would do if I was in his situation. I would have a constant look of... Um, being aggrieved by incredible amounts of stress, even if I'm not, because I know yeah. I know how many people P- people hate won't me. bother you. Yeah, so the like Costanta does it in in the book of Seinfeld. Exactly. Just look like you're busy. Just look pissed off yeah. all the time. Yeah,
1: people will assume you're very
0: busy. There's no way to do that in the work from home now.
1: Uh, you can convey it in vocal tone, I suppose. How are you sound, man? These I'm really doing this I just sound like Batman Uh, I'm having real trouble with these emails real trouble drafting these emails there are a lot of specifics
0: Batman working from home
1: I always notice grammar errors (laughs) after I've sent the email and I look like a fucking bitch Batman doesn't say fucking bitch, although it'd be funny if he did He just thinks it. Yeah. Fucking bitch. (laughs) I'll shank you. i saw stick my dick in your eye hole.
0: (laughs) I was seeing someone on Twitter say that the reason uh, Batman's mask doesn't cover his mouth is so that the police know he's white. (laughs) It's so true. It's so true, also.
1: That's pretty good. That's that's why the police uh, embrace this vigilante this this clearly insane person who has access to insane resources yeah i i feel like it's pretty easy to figure out how who batman is hell yeah uh just in the world of batman it's like hmm who could afford a big old plane that we know about who's funding this is this guy receiving dark money but it could be any rich guy but everyone knows that batman is rich too or he he's he's cash poor i suppose cuz all of his money is in gadgets <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: and do you know how <laughs> gadgets are not liquid you know <laughs> that you cannot sell that shit have you ever tried to sell anti shark bat spray shit is hard there's there's not a lot of uses for it you tried to sell what anti shark bat spray <laughs> That that's in the old Batman movie. That's in the Adam West Batman movie, where there's Adam
0: <laughs> Anti-Shark bat which is still the best Batman movie. I didn't know there's a whole Adam West Batman movie. Oh, you have you not seen the 1960s Adam West Batman movie? Uh, I've I've seen the ep- some episodes of the show, but probably I don't think I've seen the entire movie. No, it didn't seem D- like there's I'd- a full. <laughs> there's a full fucking movie, and it starts out with
1: Batman defeating a shark with anti shark bat spray. <laughs> and there's a full 15 minute sequence where Batman has a gigantic cartoon bomb, uh, uh, and he's yeah. just on a boardwalk. No, I know that. And he keeps. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It laughs for days. It's campy. It's wonderful. It's Batman.
0: You know, they should have gotten uh, Gene Wilder to play Batman. <laughs> Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor is Robin? Yes. Uh, that would have been classic definition. Damn
1: you, honky Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, you know, I started out hating that premise, but the more I think about it, the more like the lost Richard, the lost yeah. Wilder Pryor movie. Oh,
0: man. Fantastic. <laughs> Mel Brooks is Joker, yeah. or no, Mel Brooks is Riddler. Young Mel Brooks is Riddler. <laughs> ah. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Huh? We could do that I as can't a. Do a good if, Mel we could, if we could learn the voices, we could do that as a radio play.
1: There you go, the 2,000 year old Batman. <laughs> oh,
0: God. What a tired sketch
1: there you go we're sketch geniuses yeah look how far
0: look how far we've come as 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 comedy has evolved from the 2000 year old man to now nick kroll's too much tuna (laughs)
1: hey don't 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 (laughs) rip on too much tuna that shit is gold that shit is absolute fucking i i've been watching kroll show I've been watching a series of sketch shows. I don't know why. I've been feeling in a sketchy mood recently. Oh, yeah. But I watch Kroll Show and Key and Peele back to back. And Kroll Show is actually really good. It's really ambitious. They aren't just sketches. They're little vignettes that develop, and there are arcs to the characters in the sketches, and there's whole, like... Weird, elaborate soap opera storylines that go through. I thought I tried to. Peel.
0: Yeah, I thought I tried to tell you about Wheels. Isn't it, is it called Wheels Ontario?
1: Wheels Ontario. Yeah, Wheels Ontario. Pardon. I, I thought <laughs> I tried to tell parted. you about
0: Wheels Ontario a while ago, and maybe you didn't understand at the time. When I was no, I, about. I, I, uh,
1: I now I do, and uh. I, I will stand openly stand for Kroll Show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if people dislike it or not. I don't know what its estimation is in society. Uh, But I think it's uh, very funny. And the font of a lot of our modern comedy landscape. Everyone's in that motherfucker. Mulaney's in that motherfucker. Manzucas is in that motherfucker. Uh, Key and Peels is also in that motherfucker. Peretti. Chelsea Peretti's in that motherfucker a lot. And this was years and years ago, and now all of these people are, are the stars.
0: Kind of. Uh, I like the movement uh, I've been seeing that we don't need celebrities. I like that movement. Hey, man, we don't. No more celebrities. We don't need celebrities, but that's never been the point, has it? yeah they're avatars
1: you get to you get to insert your identity into this handsome
0: person and now with social What's... now with social media we can kind of control them and it's kind of cool yeah. how much you, we can control them because ar- we can arbitrarily switch paradigms as a society and then that make them look like fools
1: we can actually be john malkovich Oh, John Malkovich. Although I don't think... John Malkovich. He's not on Twitter. John Malkovich? I'm getting furious. Malkovich. <laughs> John Malkovich on Twitter. I love at <laughs> drill. He is my favorite weird Twitter account. He posts very surreally, and it inspires my craft. I, You know, not to toot my own horn, it's not a half bad Malkovich, I feel. <laughs>
0: Dude, the New York Times uh, was writing about the new Steve Carell Space Force show with John Malkovich in it. It's uh, debuting on Netflix at some point. And what were the New York Times saying about it? Holy shit. And they said that John Malkovich rarely does comedy. And I was like, everything that man does is a joke to me. Yeah, he's
1: he's basically a movie Frasier. Yeah, he's he's movie star Kelsey Grammer. As opposed, I guess Kelsey Grammer is a movie star, but not really. He's more of a TV star. The only movie I can think of him being in is as Beast
0: from X. Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah, the move, the, new, the movies. <laughs> Who is Kelsey Grammer? Yes. <laughs> um, I remember he was
1: also in the mid-90s uh, remake of 50s sitcom Down Periscope.
0: You remember the remake of Get Smart?
1: There was also with Steve Carell, uh, and it was also a middling comedy.
0: Man. Yeah. So the New York Times, like, really, um, they were like, sorry, not sorry, comparing him to Peter Sellers. And,
1: uh, Steve Carell to Peter Sellers. Yeah, I, was,
0: I thought that was maybe a bit much. They were like, not to compare him to Peter Sellers, but he's a lot like Peter Sellers. <laughs> Is Peter Sellers. More unimpeachably
1: great than Steve Carell. Maybe you are holding Peter Sellers in very high regard. Yeah, I guess really I should hold Kubrick in high regard. Uh, Peter Sellers was good. I feel like I don't know. I, mean, I haven't yeah. investigated this. I've never, inve- I've never in my life, uh, known anything about it. But I feel Peter Sellers was probably a real creep. I just get hmm. that vibe from him. I really? get that vibe that he was like a sexual creep. But I I have nothing to prove it. I've never ever researched that. But he seems like, you know, seems like one of those. He seems like you know
0: how Fred Armisen's a creep. I guess. Is he? I don't know because it goes after young girls. <laughs> is that is no? That him? He's he
1: doesn't go after young girls, but he's a he's a real user of women. They oh. say. Maybe I don't uh, know. That's what Elizabeth Moss said, and she's a Scientologist, so who cares? Well,
0: Elizabeth Moss and Fred Armisen got married. Yes. So, why did she say yes? I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not also not to blame know. her. Not to blame her. I mean, maybe he's a total. Blame creep.
1: the victim.
0: No, maybe he's blame a total. Blame the creep. Scientologist victim. But that's not what I expected.
1: I think I got this information from like a Jezebel article. That that had a graphic where it's like Fred Armisen, but his face is split down the middle, and it's like we don't know the real Fred Armisen. I mean, you know, the jokester you see on
0: Portlandia. Did you see his that guy? Did you see his drum, his drum special? Yeah, wasn't that funny? Yeah, that was like something you could definitely fall asleep during. Uh, I like his one joke where he does
1: the impression of a decomposing fox, and that's the only joke I like. And that's
0: not even related to music. Because it's this—it's the, it's the sped-up video joke that he does thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's a good. It, it looks like uh, what those videos look like. You nailed it. You're an impressionist. You do you do accents.
0: Yeah, his accent, his his uh, fifty accent, or is that what he does? Uh, fifty accents. That's okay. That's a that, good. That's good. I mean, I like. Um, I kind of like that. I kind of like Portlandia. I don't know. Portlandia
1: had Kyle McLaughlin on it, and I'm fine with that. <laughs>
0: I like Kyle McLaughlin.
1: I'm glad Kyle McLaughlin...
0: Gla- Ga- I'm, Kyle- I'm glad Kyle McLaughlin... MacLachlan-
1: Grackle. McLaughlin... I knocked Kyle McLaughlin with a Glock. <laughs> I locked out Kyle McLaughlin with a Glocklock.
0: You've been watching David Lynch's weather daily weather reports that he's been posting.
1: Uh yes, they are very calming to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it looks sunny the... out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've told you before how I I feel that I fetishize David Lynch in the same way that those weirdos fetishize Jordan Peterson, or oh, yeah. especially the way that
0: yeah, like he's my he's my he's my um, my real grandpa who understands me. Yeah.
1: He's weird, Granddad. Yeah. Weird transcendental Granddad.
0: So Jordan Peterson's daughter says that Mr. I have an update. Has recently said that Mr.
1: Wait, Peterson, watch Peterson, watch twenty twenty. Caleb Peterson has said
0: that he'll he'll most likely reappear at some point between fall and January. Uh, the coming fall and January. So there it is. That's when we can expect... When the moon is
1: high and red, I shall appear as a figure on the barley. <laughs> <laughs> and you shall know my visage. <laughs> for... Dude, he's so dead. What the fuck? Uh, maybe, he, maybe he's just chilling out, man. Something's maybe up. Maybe he needs time to create. Maybe you are panicking because you want him in your life
0: i mean i would like to know if he he is okay or not i think someone needs to go to russia and find and like try to get him out of there and get to a real hospital you can't get good medical care in russia that is insane that they that anyone would accept that (laughs)
1: uh let's the let's go on the hunt for jordan you know what are we doing uh, flights are cheap you know
0: and the coronavirus is unchecked there currently.
1: Uh, it, it, Russians are hardy, you know? I guess. They don't cough at all. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I really need to know. What, you know how everyone was upset that they didn't know where Richard Simmons was? Mm-hmm. I'm very upset that I don't know where Jordan is. What is he concocting? What if he's died and they're sort of like taking his DNA and making like a boys from Brazil but it's going to be the boys from Russia and they're just going to have Jordan Peterson clones. We're going to make a new
0: Peterson a better Peterson. He won't, yeah. he won't be and able they to And have to raise the <laughs> He won't be able to succumb to the to the inadequacies of Valium addiction.
1: I would love a gay couple a trans couple adopting a Jordan Peterson clone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god like like when they adopt the like the hitler all the hitlers then uh rick and morty yeah <laughs> that's a good bit
1: i haven't been watching the new rick and mortys but i feel like i've signed off i have rick and morty exhaustion
0: uh i heard it sucks that's what i heard i heard it got co-opted
1: it got co-opted by who elon musk i don't know he guested that one episode
0: I don't like him. I, think it got, I don't like that I, guy. I think, it got, I think it got co-opted by normies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking normies. I'm trying to make that show normal.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, it just makes me take a shit in my own pants.
1: Oh, that shows just like my stepdad. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh, man. Rick and Morty used to be just like my older brother who's in another state, but now it's like my stepdad.
0: Dude, we should make a theme song for High School From Home, which is (laughs) hilarious now. High school from home for the rest of my life. No, (laughs) no, no, no.
1: High school from home. That was, uh, I, I, I feel like the premise may be too similar to a sketch. In movie 43, which I watched all the way through, but uh, it's a, the famously bad sketch movie by the Farrelly brothers, but the one sketch that I did laugh at was it is that premise. They're being homeschooled, but they're providing the full homeschool experience, and the parents are, like, bullying <laughs> and sexually frustrating their children, <laughs> and it's really fucked up and mean and weird, which is why I think everyone disliked it, but I it, it tickled my... It tickled my, my angry sensibilities.
0: That's, and that's located in the grundle. (laughs) Yeah, my, yeah, my angry sensibilities (laughs) are in the grundle. That's located in your grundle.
1: You don't know where your grundle is?
0: (laughs) I'm not gonna show you.
1: (laughs) My grundle, my choda, my taint, my perennium, my brown
0: streak. When I was growing up, I thought it was your paint. Your taint, no, yeah. The no.
1: taint is also a cinnamon, a cinnamon. No,
0: P with a P like Papa, your paint.
1: Oh your paint? Your paint. <laughs> oh no, my paint. Well
0: Yeah, and I also thought it was the pa- Most the days I
1: can <laughs> if I did apply paper to that area, I probably would get a smear of of, you know, Iker color. Uh, so you know. A smear. <laughs> a schmear. You're gonna get a schmear. That is my Microsoft paint. You're gonna get a schmear? Microsoft taint. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) MS taint. Multiple sclerosis taint. Shaky taint. The MS
0: taint. The HMS taint.
1: (laughs) The HMS taint? (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, the HMS taint, it, it does connect a lot of ports, so... (laughs) And in the end, that's just what a taint is. A connection between ports.
0: Uh, Correct. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. We we actually... uh, I'm going to start referring to my various uh, bodily holes as ports because uh, that language is already in the sex lexicon. The sexicon, like we already have docking and space docking. Mm -hmm. So I've heard multiple definitions for docking. So docking, I've heard, is when... (laughs) You put a penis in a foreskin of another penis. Yep. You put the tip of a penis in the. That's one. But I've also heard of space docking, where you take a
0: shit in a pussy. Wow. Sounds <laughs> <That's laughs> really unpleasant. <laughs> well, let's let's stray from this topic and let me give you a Q update. Uh, are you doing Peterson watch? Uh, no, this is a Q update on a new a new. Uh, oh the,
1: this is a Q update. I yeah. thought you said a few updates, no, Q, but you said
0: Q updates. What's happening with right. Q? Okay, so there are 57 sphincters in the body, in the human body. And, All right. And that is why Heinz ketchup has 57 varieties. <laughs> this has been your Q update. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> oh, no. It's because ketchup is made mostly from sphincters.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's how they flavor it. That's why it tastes so good.
1: Bruh, bruh, you go to Egypt, see the great sphincter of Egypt?
0: (laughs) Bruh, the sphincter tell you a riddle? Bruh.
1: That's what we called Morsi, the great sphincter of Egypt. That's right, I'm political. I know about the Muscle Brotherhood and such. No, I don't. I'm just saying words I, I absorbed years ago and didn't forget. Who are you talking about, Morrissey? Mohammed Morrissey? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the Morsi. joke. I mean, Morrissey, briefly Morsi. the leader of Egypt and then got deposed. But yes, also, I, I would frequently think of the joke Mohammed Morrissey. Yeah,
0: Mohammed Morrissey, lead th- singer of
1: the Smiths. <laughs> yes, Mohammed Morrissey. <laughs> this <"There's> toming Allah. <laughs> uh, I'm bad. I came up with a really bad Twitter joke that I deleted, which I'm going to say now because I think it's funny. Which is a bad idea for a restaurant would be a kebab shack called Alahu Snack Bar.
0: That's been done, uh, dude. That's been done a million times. Oh no, I'm yeah. unoriginal. No, but good. I thought of it. Yeah, well, good that you independently. If you did the right thing, yes,
1: that's good. Who? What is the? When's the last time you saw Alahu Snack Bar? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, I bet it was going on all time with the Osama era.
0: 4chan People had some of the lo- funniest uh terrorist jokes that I've ever okay. seen. Okay. Um involving
1: Alahu neck
0: That was the name of an animated um flash video, I'm pretty sure. Or 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 HTML five WebM. M. I you know how the the new formats are? I don't know what they are. Okay. Uh, HTML five can display video. I don't know. But um <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh That was I got. I'll try to find it posted in the show description. Uh, No, I won't because we're gonna be uh, a a syndicated podcast soon, so I won't be posting that in the show description. But there you go. Oh, by the way, just uh, to announce to all our audiences, uh, we we do mark the shows explicit, and they are indeed explicit. Um, Mm -hmm. Just refer to ten minutes ago with space docking. (laughs) We talk about poops to peas. My poops and my peas.
1: We talk about poops and peas on here, and sometimes and the germitals. Germitalia. uh, Germitalia. It's like a Beck song. Uh, uh, Wiggly worms and gashy gams and all that lieth betwixt. Oh, an intersex person is a wonderful person. What what do you think? Uh, what do you think of intersex people? You met or, You ever met an intersex person that you know of? Did you have a tearful conversation with them about the intersexuality? No, did you? No, it's never happened to me. I don't. I don't think intersex people generally reveal to uh, people who are they even casually friends with mm. uh, the, their genital situation. I think it should not be expected of them. I mean, is logically, that,
0: is that like Jamie Lee Curtis? That that's a
1: rumor. That that the that was unfounded that she was born with ambiguous genitalia.
0: Is is it founded? No, clue. Do we know for a fact no clue. that Jamie Lee Curtis I think intersex that
1: was, hero Jamie Lee
0: Curtis? I think if it was a rumor, I'm pretty sure I got it from shock jocks if I if I if I'm thinking back to my childhood. Hmm. I think they just said that because she had a boy haircut. I that's honestly. Well, she was that's she was very very uh attractive in true lies and in lots of movies so i don't know Extreme why people would, i don't know why era. people would spread that rumor that's a mean rumor I, well you're attractive your genitalia has no
1: impact on your on your relative feminists you could be born with intersex genitalia. you could be born with male genitalia and be femme it's very true you just gotta you can you can do what you want. and also you know she's a masky femme a little she's got she's got a a pretty strong jaw and, like, broad shoulders, but that's kind of part of what's sexy about her, you know? There's, there's multifarious sexinesses in Jamie Curtis, we salute you.
0: You intersex queen Jamie, yeah. Jamie,
1: Curti- Jamie Lee Curtis, we salute you. <laughs> well, you're very right about that. No. It's interesting
0: how that's uh, developing in the society. I like it. Mm. It's good. Androgyny is a good thing. Mm. Yeah, everyone
1: loves androgyny, whether they know it or not. That's why people love Dubai. They love what?
0: Duhua. They love The love of the bowie. Oh, the Debe bowie. Bowie. The de bowie. 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 How do they say it? Do they? Mm-hmm. They say. Sometimes they say it weird in England, like bowie.
1: Yeah, they say they do say bowie, bowie. in England, oh. I believe, because the wankers. You ever been they're to? A you ever been of to England? Wankers. You ever
0: been there? England?
1: I have been. I have been to England. Been... I went to London sure. and I had a touristy time.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh and uh, I had eel pie and meat mittens. Meat mittens? Uh, would you like some meat mittens? <laughs> I might made uh, out uh, meat and silt. It's just <laughs> meat and dust. Like d- dirt. From the <laughs> river.
0: Yeah. We each- times dirt. We- best dirt in England. We put in some dirt from the Times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, reckon? Do they say reckon?
1: Oh, I reckon? No, I, I, maybe. I don't know what English people say. There's a wide variety of English. People. The thing is uh, because all societies are globalized, they have slang from everywhere and not just their own country. So they talk every
0: everyone everywhere talks like everything. Yeah. Now. Yeah, the British uh, have The p- British have have just slang from everywhere. And it's just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. It, there's nothing in their history that would <laughs> <laughs> They just got just picked up slang from language developing. It's cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah but I, yes.
1: Obviously, their their bloody legacy of colonialism and appropriating uh, other cultures into theirs is a large result of their uh, uh, cosmopolitan, let's say, society. But also, uh, now that we have become more globalized um, and we've become a hyper-federal system, uh which i think is undeniable you're just gonna have more cross-country slang it becomes less regional less and less regional as uh communities become less tethered to actual geographic location Mm -hmm. and so language is developing in a far different way now
0: I think English will Which last is pretty cool I think English will last longer than the American Empire uh,
1: why why do you what
0: about English
1: the fact that it's pretty it's good at absorbing other languages
0: well no not that wasn't really my point it's just that Latin lasted far beyond the Roman Empire and I think the same will happen with English is that even after our Empire crumbles English will continue to be widespread. And will remain like that. It'll be an interesting legacy for those two thousand years from now, looking back at this time, listening to this podcast, perhaps. Mm. And that's the kind of seriousness that I bring to the production of this content. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of pathos, mm-hmm.
1: gravitas, mm-hmm. and real getting to the real heart of the issues, you know. You know the issues that we're having as a community and a society? Well, we're getting to the fucking marrow of that shit. Inside the fucking bones of the issue. We're going beyond that. We're going fucking motherfucking subatomic. Yeah, we're like the leukemia
0: of discourse.
1: (laughs) Yeah. With so many sad children getting large pencil shaped needles in them. That's us. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's my that's my children's hospital clown, Luke Emia. <laughs> oh god. Oh man, I saw fucking I saw the god dang Joker recently speak of the children's hospital clowns. <laughs> I saw it for the first time.
0: The god dang Joker uh, with Joaquin Phoenix?
1: The god dang Joker with with the the risen Joaquin Phoenix. Alright, what's Jack Dumps take hero. on the Joker? Uh it's okay. It's fine. So <laughs> I it's, give it a six, seven out of ten. Good. It's all right. I mean, there's nothing tethering. I don't. I don't understand what the point of the movie is. Is it like? Does if it's supposed to have a political message, everything we're seeing on screen is clearly in this guy's head. So if we can't uh, rely on what we're seeing, it it can't actually ever have like a message about. Society. So what I'm thinking is that maybe the intent is this is what the Joker says to himself to justify it. Maybe, but even it doesn't really convey that clearly, but maybe they would say that's the point. Um, And I guess the whole movie is just like seeing Joaquin Phoenix writhe, which I think is like a lot of what people think is the gravitas behind it, where it's like, man, this guy is really really doing a lot of convincing pain Mm. so this must be very very good and if you just want that experience just watch professional wrestling man that's that's those guys do pain 24 7 those guys writhe you want to see writhing man those guys can writhe uh but um mm -hmm. but i i do see why people uh The other thing, the other interpretation, which is less charitable, which I think might be the correct one, is, like, uh, these guys actually think the ideas in the movie are sufficient enough to be the basis of a political revolution. So the movie insists that it is revolutionary, and thus, uh, by putting that idea into a bunch of weak-minded superhero-loving people... Uh, they themselves will start some sort of social, <laughs> some sort of upheaval. People will take the correct message from it that we can, you know, get our social services back through violent protest. Which is funny because that's what a lot of, you know, DSA lefties would argue too. <laughs> so maybe the Joker is the Woker. The Woker. <laughs> But probably not. I I don't know. I I think it's it doesn't get my motor running in terms. It's not it's not really my favorite uh, superhero movie. Uh, it's not my favorite. It's not even my favorite art super superhero movie. If there is another one, I think Mystery Men is probably the best version of that.
0: Ooh, man, the rise of Smashmouth. <laughs>
1: Mouth. Oh. Yeah, that All-Star, the the most memed song of all time. No, I guess that's not true. Never Gonna Give You Up is the most memed song. But um, All-Star is is up there. And it came about because of uh, middling, forgotten superhero comedy, Mystery Men. (laughs) A movie which I really like, actually. I really have a soft spot and will defend Mystery Men. Yeah, it's
0: before Mike Mike Myers got all big-headed about his fame.
1: It's not Mike Myers. It's uh, it's Ben Stiller.
0: No, Mike Myers is in Mystery Men.
1: Mike Myers is not in Mystery Men. For
0: real? I thought he had a bit part. like as one of the guys. No, no, he's not in Mystery
1: Men. I know all the mystery It's Mike Myers. It's Hank fucking Azaria. It's fucking William H. Macy. Wes Studi from Last of the Mohicans. Uh, uh, frickin', uh, Janine Garofalo. Pee Wee Herman and Kel from *Keenan and Kel*. Those are the mystery men, and then Jeffrey Rush is the villain, and also Eddie Izzard's in it. Damn. And and yeah, it yeah, it's a fucking great cast. I love this fucking cast. And the script is weird. There's a lot of great jokes in it. William H Macy seriously looking at his wife and saying, "I shovel well." Says, <laughs> "I I guess me." He's got a funny face. He's got a funny dog face, William H. Macy. Yeah, I
0: guess. Well, I guess Mike Myers was not. Who was I guess maybe I thought William H. Macy was the Mike Myers. I don't know. Who knows?
1: Yeah. I don't know what you're thinking about. What, what Mike poof. Myers was doing.
0: Hmm? What was he in? Hmm? I said, what was he in?
1: He was in around 1999. He was doing Austin Powers ah, okay. well. during that time.
0: I he know was too I busy saw,
1: doing a powers this I know
0: I saw like stuff for Mystery Men. Um because I know about the Smash Mouth.
1: Mm hmm. Man. I remember hearing Dean that. Dean Cook at the start of his career is in it, which is weird. Really? Yes. He plays a guy who uh, uh puts a waffle iron on his face during the superhero tryouts.
0: When was the last time you watched Mystery Men? Because you know a lot of, a lot about it.
1: I I I watched it. It was one of the movies that I watched on repeat as a teenager for some reason. Oh my God, I just watched it over and over and over. I have no idea. So how why, many times do you think you have seen I, it? Uh, probably like twelve times. Nice. But that was mostly from like thirteen to fourteen. For some reason, I just watched Mystery Men a lot. And then I, years later, I came back to it to see what what I was thinking. And I was like, eh, hey, he's still pretty good. I get why I was, like, obsessed <laughs> with this movie. I remember the guy can shoot his farts at people. Uh, Tom Waits is also in it. He's the fucking... He's the guy. But also, I really like Mystery Men because it's just such a... I'm a huge comics fan, and it's such a fucking weird comics property to get... Uh, a fucking green light, and actually a huge, substantial budget. Um, and it comes from Flaming Carrot Comics. They're, they're minor characters from Flaming Carrot Comics. An obscure but wonderful comic series. It's not that obscure. Comics heads know about Flaming Carrot, but...
0: Oh, you guys are called um, comic heads?
1: <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, <laughs> is if you... If you like comics or comic yeah, history, you know comic heads, you know,
0: comic heads. You know com- those uh, comic heads.
1: Flaming Carrot was published by the same people that did Cerebus. Have you ever heard of the comic Hmm, No. Let me check it out. It's it's legendary because what I like about it is because the guy did something objectively. Um, objectively skillful in the fact that he created this gigantic long form story but the problem is by the end of it he went crazy and became like one of the most vicious misogynists imaginable oh okay to the point where i think like his rhetoric would turn off regular misogynists who would be like regular bro misogynists would be like uh chill
0: dude it's about an anthropomorphic Uh, aardvark
1: yes okay but it's it's only kind of uh nebulously associated with furries but i guess it's sort of probably an example of an he he fucks
0: human women in it oh god so this is like a canadian uh canadian thing
1: it's not exclusive yeah this is a canadian thing this is not okay this
0: is this is not an american thing so i don't endorse i don't endorse this at all
1: Dave Sim is a super cool story because you could just watch a guy fucking go off the deep end in real time. Yeah, but this You is can a, watch a guy totally is a Cana- lose his just mind. Stop, this is,
0: let's make this clear. This is a Canadian guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you ever wa- wanted to watch a Canadian guy become a vicious misogynist into his old age? Well, we have that a lot of those. That's what Jordan Peterson is.
0: Uh, well, no, Jordan Peterson is push- pushing up daisies. He's a person I'm at. Because he's... Not, You're right, he's dead. He's pushing him up. <laughs>
1: you heard it here, if, here, folks. We're breaking the story. Jordan Peterson has died. Yeah. No, no, it's not. It's joke. It's Puff. We're a comedy podcast.
0: We're comedy. We're comedians. Well, we can't get sued for <laughs> claiming he's dead. We, I think his Wait, you I can't? I think he's, he may... Uh, well, maybe we can. So, allegedly... I, allegedly. You, can,
1: you can definitely get sued for willfully... Spreading the rumor that somebody has died, can't you?
0: Um, maybe in Canada, but hey, you know, oh, oh, all right. So... Isn't it a form of libel? I, so this is insane. Cerebus the Aardvark is a comic book series created by Canadian cartoonist Dave Sim, which ran from December 1977 until March 2004. Wow. Yep. Where did it... Yeah, it's where did the it, longest... And this was, this was running in what? What were you saying? It was, um, Carrots comics
1: uh this he started his own publishing company uh no actually his his initial writing partner who was also his wife and then he divorced and that's when shit starts getting crazy uh after the divorce he just gets uh, very typical men's rights activist divorced guy energy like scott adams divorced guy cartoonist energy and channels it all into this fucking comic um, and his ex-wife started uh, this independent comics distribution company that also published a lot of great comics, including Flaming Carrot Comics, mm. from whence came the Mystery Men. But also, because it's tangentially related to Dave Sim, who's really... But what's funny is how much his, his rhetoric... Um, is similar to Jordan Peterson's because he refers to men as like brights and he refers to the female void and yeah talk about how like men only operate in uh, as rational beings and the realm of logic whereas women operate off of feelings and they're like a gaping vaginal maw oh of like irrationality Man, and, but it's similar to like Jordan Peterson's shit. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: but yeah, th- this, this sort of like, we're misogynist association of women with I- irrationality and chaos and men with order and, and you know, I'm going to use my dick to put things in place.
0: It's, a, it's like a little ruler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be, I, I would, I'll get a tattoo of little ruler marks on my dick.
0: Yeah. Uh. It signifies Order.
1: I bring order to the <laughs> chaos. <laughs> this is my light bringing, Dick. My fa- my phallus is uh, bioluminescent; it
0: generates light from the tip. Dude, I like the like the Babylonian origin uh, myths the most. I think like what's the Babylonian we're, origin? We're basically all just like the sperm of God. Like that's what human. That's God what burned. life is. It's like God came on the earth. And then, that's us. That's what we are. Yeah. And I I like that. That explains everything to me. Why everything's so sticky. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sticky right now. Everything just feels (laughs)
1: sticky all the time. Uh, I, I feel that is why. uh, Yeah, uh, we are sperm. We're overgrown sperm we are that's why
0: we're all such good swimmers yeah that's why babies naturally can swim
1: yeah you're right because they're just big sperms (laughs) grab a big sperm by the tail would you eat a big sperm like if if there was like a gigantic sperm like if you had fried it up like
0: if you had a a a giant ray gun to make things bigger and you made sure yeah and you pointed it at your own sperm would I eat yeah. would I eat that like a swordfish steak on a on well, a Well cuz
1: we eat eggs. Cooked medium yeah, we rare eat eggs, but <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I would, you would cook have your to your gigantic sperm. Yeah, if it yeah, yeah I would. I'll would cook it on a grill. Would you and it's it's
1: wriggling around going ah, yeah. Ah, ah.
0: yeah. You better cook that <laughs> thing to... You stab it. <laughs> got to cook it to 165 degrees cuz it's probably got parasites. It, I know I got yeah. parasites. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Um, you, people do cook with with regular semen, though. Excuse um, me,
0: this sperm has got worms.
1: <laughs> I'm sending it There's back. There's worms in my sperm. I'm sending it back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say there are sperms in your worms? No, there are worms in my sperms. Get <laughs> this is this is wet market comedy. Cha 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 cha. Ouch. Anti Chinese sentiment.
0: What? No, never here.
1: No, no, we love China.
0: Hell yeah. President Xi for life. Yeah. Ah, oh, Gee. <laughs> I would like to live the simple life of a Chinese farmer. Just you know. Yes. Subsistence. I want to grow millet in the highlands.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's backbreaking labor.
1: But yeah. But it's fulfilling. But all the rice wine you can drink. Yep. <laughs> Oh, until your liver fails. Yes. I feel like I didn't really appreciate how heavy drinking Asian culture is. Oh gosh, uh,
0: yes, indeed.
1: until until I learned about Pengzai. Uh but yeah, it's really it's really crazy. and especially like in Japan, how they do it where they just drink and then fall asleep anywhere. Like on a bench, and then just go back to work in the same clothes, and like maybe take a shower at some sort of public facility or something like that. That's what pretty the, sweet. How
0: do you do that? That's pretty sweet. That
1: seems so antithetical to everything I know about just living.
0: I um yeah, it's totally different. I can I think I have a an a inkling or a glimmer of how it works. I mean, if you feel really comfortable in your town, um. Mm different expectations i mean it's kind of seen like you how devoted you are to work right I
1: mean, yeah i guess the drinking is like also related to work as well yeah, because that's it's usually social amongst your work peers so
0: but i think pang You gotta I, work
1: hard and play hard which is also working hard
0: i think pang's eye might be a little bit of propaganda but it's hard to tell it's hard to tell
1: look if it is propaganda it's, it's great fucking propaganda. I don't give a shit. If President G is writing the scripts himself... <laughs> Look, it's me, Xi Jinping. We need a relatable peasant character that will appeal to everyone. People got a bad image of China. They think everyone works at Foxconn. They kind of do, but we don't want them to think that.
0: So your, your idea of President G is like he's like a producer from the 70s who works for Universal Studios. He's a
1: cigar-smoking porn producer. All right. Look, we're going we're gonna to make a mitt, all right? <laughs> we're going to do Chinese communism with market aspects, all right? It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a massive hit. Mao wouldn't be so proud, but Deng would be proud, damn it. Damn it, Deng. <laughs> You'll be proud of me damn one it, day. Damn it, Deng. Deng. <laughs> Damn it, Deng! I'll earn your respect, Deng. <laughs> Look, we're all chasing Deng Xiaoping's respect. Yeah, well,
0: the, my man had a vision. What can I say?
1: He he brought he brought China into the modern world. Had to had to you know murk a few students. Who hasn't had to murk a few students? You know why do we, where do we get off
0: criticizing China? We murk all the students. Well, Deng's vision was that China would conceal its power until it is ready to strike, like a dragon or a tiger. Yeah.
1: Okay. But I, I think it's pretty clear what's happening here. We're now a pro-China podcast. We're a Chinese propaganda podcast. Yeah, I, uh, Hero made, is the greatest
0: movie ever made. It is. That's all I've been watching. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The The way that the emperor, the way that, that the assassin relents so that the emperor can unite all of China, uh, beautiful. It brought tears to my eyes. Oh, my God, bro. I spent all night uh, strumming on an air who I was on my knees weeping.
0: <laughs> it's so beautiful. The new Chinese. I love
1: the Qing Dynasty. I just
0: want to let you know that the Chinese military is awesome, and the new Chinese aircraft carrier is awesome. Better than the F thirty five, Be- probably. Better than the American military. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. You know who's? I know whose side mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, pro Chinese podcast. Mm-hmm. And by that yeah. I mean communist uh, communist China that, that specific government
1: They need a specific core for people who are willing to defect but not willing to learn Mandarin <laughs> yeah.
0: we'll, we'll be the leaders of that special core and we'll have our own special place to live and they won't hurt us Yes
1: yeah we'll call it English China or something like that yeah we' get. yeah I'll be I'll be the leader of English China.
0: okay I'll be the vice leader yeah okay. <laughs> yeah chinese values
1: confucianism and such
0: i'm glad we're gonna be safe you know in the upcoming after the upcoming regime change
1: oh my god hail ants you know (laughs) hail the ants what that's all i'm saying do you
0: know what the q people in canada think the canadian government is gonna do like do they have something else do they think the canadian government's involved or what
1: well, they they obviously think Trudeau is deep state because he kind of is in a way. He is the son of our most influential and powerful and significant prime minister of all time. So uh, he is leading that dynasty. Uh, I don't know what Trudeau has done that's been very internationally significant. Uh, he's done a lot of nationally significant stuff. Uh, he's screwed over the indigenous people many, many times. They hate him.
0: Yeah, the, with the uh, oil, is crazy. He's crazy yeah. with the oil.
1: It's the oil. Gotta get, gotta get the oil. We need to become a resource-based economy. It's worked for all wow, those God. African countries. And
0: it's, No, that's such a bad idea.
1: Mm. But it's the torch we've been carrying because, like, Harper fucking geared our economy to subsidize all them oil motherfucks. God. So what are we gonna do? Now we're fucking stuck with this shit. We paid... We're paying for pipelines we agreed to 20 years ago when some Lego-headed moron was in the fucking uh, Peace Tower, which is our equivalent of the Capitol building. <laughs> if
0: I know one thing, it's that Stephen Hopper is a fucking dipshit. All right? Uh, and that's a combo Steve, Canadian-New York accent that I'm uh, I'm working on. Stephen Hopper is a fucking dipshit. I, uh, I guess that's... I was born yeah, Canadian. Our East
1: Coast... <laughs> What? East Coasters. What do East Coast Canadians talk like? Dude. Now, East Coast Canadians from Newfoundland there. I even have sort of a brogue, sort of like an Irish thing going on. <laughs> eh? Really? See, it's not there funny there. Yeah, well, I'm doing specifically a Noofy thing. But yeah, no people from East Coast, out there about me. Out there <laughs> down east, by the, down the jib. They're coming back, getting cherries down the old, old corner. Yeah, it's uh, very... Very Irish, Irish, broguish sounding. But like, uh, Ontario, like rural Ontario, oh, we're gonna hack a dart in the alleyway after we see the Leafs game. And, we're
0: gonna uh, hack a dart?
1: <laughs> yeah, hack a dart is, uh, is Midwestern Canadian for smoke a cigarette. That's oh, that's a very common
0: hack a dart. Okay. Uh, okay. Hack a dart to
1: hack a, because coffin darts, they're called coffin darts. So to hack a dart. <laughs> Is to smoke a cig, and many uh, Canadian rednecks use that terminology. Hmm. And even non-rednecks. I
0: love Canadian rednecks. Even...
1: <laughs> uh, they're they're just as... They're the same as American rednecks. They're pretty much the exact same, but they have different voices and, like...
0: I wouldn't say just it's... Just replace football with hockey. It's not fair to say all rednecks are the same. It's not fair. I mean, everyone is the same. Everyone just wants to be loved, damn it. Okay, yeah, everyone's the same. But you don't... That Everyone knows that, so... We don't have to say mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It, bro. You gotta bro, go a couple levels up, a couple levels down, and a couple levels in. Okay?
2: Mmm. Mmm.
0: How come they have never mm. tried to even make uh, the the sequels to charlie and the chocolate factory they just ignore the great glass elevator like it doesn't exist it has a great like like plot line with the aliens and they're not doing it where's my great glass Uh, elevator
1: movie do you remember how racist uh, the great glass elevator is oh right i forgot
0: about how (laughs) racist it is
1: Uh, Yeah, isn't there like a section in it where they're calling all the countries of the world that it's like, hello, this is President Chinese, and I'm here for noodle time and stuff like that.
0: Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I think Uh, that kind of happens in the, the BFG a little bit too.
1: Yes, they also have. But, oh man, I just... Roald Dahl's relationship to colonialism and the racism of his children's books is a very bitter pill to swallow but i'm just gonna accept it because i like his books because they're weird and dark and kids get really hurt and fucked up in them
0: i like that i forgot about the racism in uh, the great glass elevator you think that's really the i mean they could just cut that out right
1: they could just cut that out or they could do it would be funny if they updated it so they're just calling like Xi jinping (laughs) from the great glass
0: elevator yeah i mean it's okay to not like the the country's based on like uh I, i don't know Na- like a weird competitive nationalistic fervor like we-, we hate countries and talk shit about them except for reasons like because they hacked us
1: <sighs> <laughs> or they tapped tim burton to do the sequel so it's just tim burton's china <laughs> rice and dissidents everywhere everyone is having scare. All the tea in Chinatown. Oh,
0: man. Yeah. How do you think Tim Burton's handling the quarantine? This is China. (laughs) What? How do you think Tim Burton's handling the quarantine?
1: Uh, I think he and Helen are in opposite wings of their house communicating with a rusty tin can attached to a string. Yeah. Oh, right. Are they still together? Are they still? Because I have no idea. Do I care? About whether Helen is getting stuffed by Tim every night. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What do you think their fucking was like? That's got, what do you think it's like to fuck Tim Burton? I can picture Helen upon him Carter fucking because I've seen it on the picture shows. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but what, do you think Tim Burton like moves around? Do you think he like? Jackhammers? Do you think he's like into weird shit? Like, what do you think yeah. Tim Burton is into yeah, I'd sexually? Say, I'd
0: say I'd say jackhammers probably his move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get ready! It's the Tim Burton jackhammer. Um, so look at my macabre, whimsical jackhammer technique. <laughs>
0: so he's wor- apparently he's been working on Beetlejuice too. So, um, oh my! Maybe that'll get totally derailed by quarantine. Is Michael Keaton coming back as Beetlejuice? I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, uh, I'm not on. And it's just going to be Birdman, but Beetlejuice. I can't. I still can't believe they shut down the uh, IMDb forums because that's where I get all that <laughs> info. But I don't know.
1: Uh, oh, everything opened up. I've been getting a lot of calls about Trinity Bellwoods Park in Toronto because recently there was a picture on social media shared of uh all of the uh teens out 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 and about in the park a massive throng a massive woodstock like level of of uh about youths yeah. flaunting quarantine yeah uh, so they give you a they people pe- were mad
0: about this why are they
1: calling you no i no one's calling me they just uh i've gotten individual texts like look at this have you seen this Uh, fucking kids i fucking hate them fuck these bitches
0: because they're spreading uh, because they're spreading it they're spreaders they're spreaders yeah
1: this is the real man spreading
0: (laughs) oh well yeah there have been um a lot of stuff going around on uh online today about in missouri like a pool party it looks like there's like 100 or 200 people that's been going Mm -hmm. around They're definitely out there spreading it right now. So stay inside. Mm -hmm. I would recommend continuing to stay inside and take vitamin D because you're not getting any sunlight. That's the only reason. Uh, Mm -hmm. No medical advice here. Not a medical show. But stay inside. Don't be a spready vetter. Be like uh, Kurt Cobain
1: and Chris Cornell and isolate yourself. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, oh God! Yeah, and Sorry. Lane Staley and the lead singer yeah. from every band from 1993 to
1: 1997, except for Pearl Jam, Uh because uh, the heroine didn't get to Eddie as much.
0: Don't be a spready vetter. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> uh, Eddie
1: spreader would possibly not like spready vetter better. <laughs> <laughs> Spread, <laughs> spreading better, better.
0: <laughs> Don't be an Eddie Brett. Wait, oh Eddie breadder That's we're all Eddie Bredders right now. Don't be an Eddie spreader. Be an Eddie breadder
1: Don't. Yeah. <laughs> mm.
0: Bready. Sp- Don't be a bread and Eddie spreader. Bready, Bready spender, Breddy, Eddie spreader, Eddie. Uh, Eddie spreader. I'm starting mm. to lose the strings
1: of reality. The train of thoughts are 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 going down. The train of thought has been derailed. <laughs> My train of thought has been systematically neglected by public funding and left to rot. But Joe Biden rides it a lot and waxes poetic.
0: Oh man. Are we uh, gonna are we gonna address the Joe Biden in the room? What what happened? Did he rape again? No. He said you ain't black though.
1: Oh <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh man! Who says that? I mean, he's he's a G. He's a boss. He he knows way more black people than that black guy. So, I think he <laughs> he is in his full right. Uh, I think he has like a lot of confidence with black people. I think he's like he thinks of himself as like the, the black person whisperer. What? And so.
0: Well, that's fucked Pardon? up. It's all fucked up, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know how Hillary Clinton once, like, talked about having hot sauce in her purse on, like, a black radio show and was very embarrassing and transparent?
0: Oh, my God. Really?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've never seen that clip? It's amazing. It's very... It's it's
0: great. She says she has hot sauce it's in great. her purse?
1: Yes. Huh. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, because... <laughs> and also the other uh, bad clip of Hillary interacting with black people is her interview with Mary J. Blige, where Mary J. Blige hold her hand, holds her hand, and looks her straight in the eye and sings at her, and Hillary looks very, yeah. very uncomfortable. I remember that. Uh, yeah, that was a classic. I love that so much. That was weird. But Joe, he has the hot sauce in his soul. All
0: right, so, so what do you think? <laughs> Is this comment gonna be a bad thing for him? You just defended him, so I'm I'm assuming uh, I'm assuming you I, think no, not a bad thing. I don't really. Uh,
1: maybe what was the context? Who who did
0: he say you ain't black to? Uh, to um, the host was Charlemagne the God, who hosts uh, a very popular talk show. Oh, it, he said that to Charlemagne. He said that to to Charlemagne in a conversation about um, like Trump voters versus Biden voters. Um, uh, and that if you're well, voting for Trump, you ain't black.
1: Oh, if you're voting for Trump, you ain't black. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's uh,
1: that's uh, I guess it's a little weird to police blackness when you are a white person, but
0: I and I and think- he has had past comments where he's. He's talked about how, like, he has a comment from 1977 where he says, I don't want my kids to grow up in a jungle, a racial jungle. Yeah, in a
1: racial jungle. Yeah, the racial jungle.
0: Yeah, he's obviously a racist guy.
1: But I think there is a type of racism that appeals to um, people that uh, very fondly remember Obama, let's say. Or there's a type of uh, normative racism where, you know— you can discount black republicans as people uh and you can police their blackness like who the fuck from, i don't know
0: who the fuck does he think tim scott is
1: yeah but it's just i feel like uh a lot of people a lot of like the black supporters of biden will make endless excuses for him and since he has so many black supporters i don't think this is really gonna hurt him that
0: much Oh, well, okay I don't know. I think it like was messed who, up. I
1: think this will hurt him more with, like, woke white people than it will with his yeah. black constituents. That's
0: probably true. Because I
1: think you ain't black if you vote Republican. I think a lot of black people, a lot of middle-of-the-row black people will probably agree with that.
0: Yes. I don't know. I speak, for, I clearly speak for black people. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> but, you know, it's just us talking about yeah. it. So we have, if yeah. we're the only ones here right now, we should get some other people. Like, what was
1: Charlemagne's response? I bet Charlemagne laughed at that. I think
0: it's... Yeah, know. that's definitely being left out, I think, probably with the conversation, but... And d- I
1: I think, you know, Charlemagne is a... He's a problematic dude. Is he? But I think... Yeah, I mean, he doesn't... Not everyone agrees with what he says. He's sort of... He's got, like, pretty lukewarm takes a lot of the time, but what do you want? He's a He's a hip-hop journalist, first and foremost, so... If you're looking for Charlemagne for your big structural takes, you know, maybe not the best guy. Maybe he is. I don't know. He's got a lot to say. He calls himself the god. It's very boastful. It's a very boastful man.
0: Um, I'm looking up what was uh, Charlemagne's response. Hmm. And um, he gives a measured response. Yeah. But yeah, I think. His response is, is basically, "What have you done for me lately, Joe Biden?" Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: pretty. That's pretty good on Charlemagne's part. But yeah, as a white person, generally, no matter how, no matter how down with the swirl you are, can't police another person's, another, a black person's blackness. Yeah. Very bad. Even if they, if even if they suck. And this is coming from me, where I say Thomas Sowell's name is literally Tom. Ooh, what? <laughs> so, a uh, famous black economist, Thomas Sowell, who's uh, very Republican, Milton Friedman guy. Uh, you're right. I think I know that. Uh,
0: I... yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so I'm bad. I'm very bad about that. You know, I will say shit about that, like about Candace Owens and people like that, knowing that I shouldn't. Well, Candace Owens knowing... is
0: interesting. I mean, sort of, and in that. I mean, she is like Ann Coulter but just getting started Mm -hmm. at the beginning of her career Mm -hmm. almost pretty pretty extreme do pretty extreme stuff yeah
1: but it's there's one argument that black republicans have that i think is actually very good and i think it's a, a good device to get a lot of people into it and it's also the same argument that azalea banks would make which is that um democrats make black people dependent on them They uh, by saying they're going to do things for them and then they don't do those things which is absolutely true uh, and they keep and what have you done for me lately is actually a very good response from Charlemagne uh, but you know the, the corollary to that is like however bad it would be with the Democrats Republicans would be far more regressive unfortunately is true. that is the 100% reality 100% true Yeah. yeah but, yeah, Democrats do not really improve things for most black citizens of the United States. And, uh, in fact, often uh, the, the 1994 crime bill was a bipartisan Democrat-sponsored and uh, bill. And it probably had the most impact on uh, the current state of uh, depression of the black community in America. So, yeah. It's totally... Th- and that is a powerful argument, but uh, they don't ever go beyond that argument. But they just keep repeating that one argument. That is the classic quintessential black Republican argument. And it sticks because it's very hard to argue against it because you can't.
0: Yeah, well, clearly it's not been that persuasive, though. I mean, mm-hmm. so that's that's good. I, yeah. yeah, you know, I think Biden will... Yeah. And uh, if you do argue against it, to, to, they'll accuse you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go well to you know bring it back to just how it's going to affect him, as in Biden. Um, I think it will just add, it adds it just adds to the list of things that Trump's going to make very funny ads about, and the <laughs> the the ad team that Trump has is very good. So they got to mm-hmm. they got to be careful. His campaign he needs to yeah. get he needs to like go through some training about how to. How to, what topics to avoid and like, uh, just moderate what he says. I don't know. They all they poached
1: the best Pepe's. You can't the best propagandists and the, the best PRs. The thing
0: about this comment is like you can't chalk that comment up to stuttering, and it's concerning, <laughs> but whatever.
1: Uh, he's an old guy. What can I say? He needs better he's, Pepe's. Got a He needs a propaganda team. You know, he needs, we need to set up the Biden board of 4chan, uh, uh, which would be, uh, uh, instead of poll, it would be Jack. Now listen here, Jack.
0: Yes, listen here, Jack. And uh, we're going to be Biden propagandists now. I was thinking about doing that, how funny that would be. If if he got a good, because <laughs> if he got, a, like, good memologists on, this, on, on the on, on the team they could go wild mm-hmm. they, could, they like, let them go wild with it you know
1: yeah yeah we need we need to poach some pepe is happens, what you're saying yeah because if what, like what happened to the onion like people who if ba- their argument if the Pepe's argument is that Trump is like the god emperor and he's cool because he does what he wants all the time and he's like got big dick energy because of that. Then look at five, maybe we just got to say that Biden is that in spades and he actually does have alpha male energy despite you know not knowing where he is he could still probably kick your ass.
0: Yeah he's he looks like he's strong. Yeah that's good it's good that he looks like he's strong
1: like if we're just trying to appeal to these dumb asses like uh, we should just say biden is more alpha than trump which he is and uh maybe just
0: yep. like no that's the strategy tr- try and yeah
1: i think we could actually if we coax them into an actual boxing match that's how biden can actually win this election by just <laughs> accidentally killing trump in oh, a dude, boxing that match. that would be
0: so sweet because you know he's still strong yeah Oh, man. Yeah, and, do
1: it. uh, yeah, I think that's what we got to do. We just got to have a boxing match. We just got to constantly say that Biden can beat up Trump and just get that as the chant to the point where Trump wants to actually fight Biden. <laughs> Which I think we could do. I think that seems within Trump's wheelhouse. With and then Biden. Yeah. Uh, not knowing where he is, will be spooked by Trump and then accidentally put all of his, his force, his strength, into one punch. And it, his nose bone goes into his brain and he dies.
0: Because it would have to be an uppercut because Trump is tall. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. He's, but so is Joe. Yeah, we're just so telling the future here.
1: Yeah, this is what's
0: happening. But This is what's I happening. I mean, you know, like the, the onion was responsible for biden's image uh for like during the Obama right.
1: as a likable weirdo uncle
0: and it kind of culminated in this book this like fanfic book of like biden and obama on the road like fighting crime you remember that
1: yeah i do remember that and now there's like the a, people like the idea
0: now there's like a hillary fanfic have you heard have you seen that
1: mm-hmm. uh there's a there's another Biden no 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 a, a, what, a what Hil- fanfic?
0: a Hillary fanfic now there's a who's her best friend um well it's just her and Bill but it goes into their sex life oh ew they're they don't have one though well they do in fanfiction.
1: okay yeah. what what did they fuck like in this fanfiction?
0: Oh, it's very bizarre I mean it's very bizarre it was, it was on Twitter I would have expected you to have seen it
1: man is this propaganda is it, that yeah. are they trying to humanize her it is <laughs> i believe it is but uh hillary she fucks she's normal she's not a lizard she fucks
0: <laughs> not a lizard um yeah. here.
1: who do you think hillary fucked because she didn't fuck bill but i imagine she like maybe um, do you think she's
0: asexual no. or did she
1: like spit what use up mean? and spit out secret service members
0: i think she's pretty normal I think just pretty normal. I don't
1: buy it. I don't buy it. It's... Bohemian Grove what, shit. What, you think it's... You, you think
0: it's not possible for someone to not have sex?
1: <laughs> no, I think that's
0: possible, but I
1: don't think she is asexual. I think, like, maybe Madeleine Albright... Actually, no. What? Madeleine Albright totally <laughs> loves to be a dom. No. That's... She totally loves to... The leather. Uh-oh. Hear them She's sirens. hell... Hear them sirens. ...bent.
0: It's because... I'm dying. Well, I think we need to go do some more prepping. I think I got to go do some more prepping right now for the end. I'm
1: going to do prep for death. Bye, everybody.